Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. Thank you for joining me. Oh, my shin is just throbbing, throbbing. I'm like, I might as well do a podcast episode to take my mind off of it. I was at Muay Thai with my coach, Miles, and we kicked, I kicked his, I kicked him, and he checked it. I went for a low leg kick, and he checked it, and just shin on shin. <laughs> it was like a bright flash behind my retinas when that hit, dude. It was crazy how painful that was. And then I got a really hard knee to the liver. That was another new experience for me. Um, <laughs> it's just so much fun, dude. It's just, it's so much fun. I got to work on my gas tank, though. I got to get my cardio up big time. But there's there's something about... <sighs> And if you've if you haven't had a hard life, um, and you're a young man listening to me, and you haven't like your upbringing was good, and you, I really suggest that you get into Muay Thai or Jiu Jitsu or something. Sorry, somebody called me right in the middle, and uh, of what I was saying. I really suggest that you get into something like that because, especially if you're a young man and you haven't been exposed to a lot of adversity, because I've fortunately or unfortunately have been exposed to a lot of adversity in my life but I've noticed that doing striking martial arts has made me just that much tougher you know what I mean getting in the ring even with pads even just sparring like how many people can say that they've done even five two-minute rounds you know what I mean how many people can say that of like hard you're not going all out and sparring, obviously, but pretty hard 70, 80% striking. Um, how many people could say that they've done that? You know what I mean? And I just think there's something to be said about getting punched in the face and the stomach and kneed and kicked and elbowed. Um, I really do because I've just noticed that my mental toughness, even despite everything I've been through, has increased substantially and it's kind of like you know if you if you learn that you can get hit and it's just not that bad boy my shin is oh it's starting to swell when you can learn to get hit you realize that it just isn't that bad there's a whole lot more in life that you'll realize just isn't that bad so I really encourage you man no matter where you're at in your walk in life whether you're young whether you're old I don't necessarily think that women should engage in combat sports, blood sports. I don't think that that's entirely appropriate. You know, I've had a lot of people, well, what if your daughter wanted, I wouldn't let her. You know what I mean? If she wanted to do wrestling, maybe, you know what I mean? Or jujitsu. I don't think that that would be a bad idea, but I don't, I don't want my daughter getting punched and kicked. You know, and I'm sure that there's a lot of people that would disagree with me on that. I don't really care. You know what I mean? Uh, but for men, especially for men, especially um, because the thing with the women doing the combat sports is you see, like, I can't remember what this girl's name is. No, she's a nobody. She called out, uh, Izzy, Israel Adesanya, uh, for a fight. And it's just like, Izzy would kill you in five seconds. One of those snapping front kicks to your jaw would, you you, it would, your ovaries would explode. You know what I mean? It's just, it gets, women start to think that they're way stronger and tougher than they are. And I've seen this happen before where women put themselves in scenarios that they shouldn't be in with grown men. 
You see these all the time. These women, they pick fights with grown men. And the grown men use 10% of their strength. And the girl just goes flying through a plate glass window. That's probably the biggest one. This, there's a great video out of this girl like getting in this big guy's face. And he just pushes her. And boom, she goes through the plate glass window behind her like an entrance to a Wendy's. And it just explodes. You know, there's another one of this girl that goes, I think it's in Russia, goes up to this guy in Russia, gets in his face and smacks him. And he open palms, smacks her, and she sends her flying 10 feet. It's just, I, I don't, it's just all these movies and these shows where the girl, the good, you know, the good girl cop beats up 10 bad guys. You know, I'm watching Reacher the other day. And she's like, you know, his this girl that he's out there doing these missions with, she's like throwing guys over her shoulder and taking three guys on at once. It's like, bro. Uh, of, of an MMA champion, Amanda Nunez, couldn't handle a average guy. You know what I'm saying? Let alone a guy with any sort of training. You know? So I just don't think girls should be in combat sports. Well, what about self-defense? If a guy like me decides that he's going to have you, you are there's no jujitsu, judo, freaking combat sambo. There's nothing you can do other than have a weapon. If, if a woman's going to train in anything, she needs to learn how to use a handgun effectively. That's not the, my daughter is going to know how to shoot. That's going to be the biggest thing for her. Or at least, you know, a shoot and use a knife. Those two things right there. A knife can be a major deterrent. But the best option is always if you can get away to get away. Or not put yourself in dangerous scenarios. Parking garages at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? Not walking downtown you know, by yourself at night. Well, it shouldn't have to be that way. It is. That's what women say. It shouldn't have to be that way. I shouldn't have to dress modestly. I shouldn't have to. I shouldn't. We got to teach men to not rape. Dude, you're a retard. If a man's going to be a rapist, he's going to rape you. It doesn't matter how many classes or billboards or commercials or it doesn't matter. A rapist is going to be a rapist. It's the same thing with the school shooters. Gun control. If a kid is motivated enough to shoot 50 to 100 people, he will find his way to, to, to a firearm. I promise you. Or a bomb. Or something. This whole, this whole, it shouldn't be that way. It's just that we're, we're, we're treating the symptoms and not the cause. We're treating the symptoms and not the cause. Why are there so many rapists and murderers and mass shooters and all? You can ban the guns. You could do this. You could do. None of that's going to do anything until we address the root issue, which is we are a godless society. We're a godless society. And we need to get back to our roots, our Christian roots as a society. No, the founding fathers were. Yes, they were. Shut up. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. <laughs> so, if the founding fathers were going, well, let me guess, the pilgrims weren't actually Christians, too, right? Oh, they were all bat, black, gay, transgender women, right? That's right. I forgot. Everybody now, 
every historical figure is black, gay, and transgender now, right? <laughs> These people are such retards, you know what I mean? And uh, I was talking about this yesterday, man, that the reason why I'm talking so much about white men especially isn't because I'm a white supremacist. There's, I don't think any races, we're all the one, I hate to say it, but we're all God, we're all created in God's image. Let's just put it that way. I don't hate to say that. I was going to say one human race, which is whatever, but we are all created in God's image. Um, my problem is, is for the last two decades, we've allowed these people that are weaker than us and less intelligent than us. Yes. As white men. We have allowed people that are weaker and less intelligent than us to say that we are inherently evil because we've built modern civilization. Well, this is these are the bad things about society and it's all white men's fault. Well, you know, I that's interesting because all of like most of like the violent crime and rape and all that uh, isn't white men. That's that's what's interesting about you saying that. You know what I mean? Let's look at really who, who's causing the problems here. Who's the source of the violence here? You know, you go ahead and find one song on Rap Caviar where somebody's not talking about their genitals or a weapon, and I'll give you $100. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it's white people's fault, though, right? Yeah, institutionalized racism or whatever. Yeah, dude, now you, dude, if you're black now and you're not winning, you're, you're there, you've, there is no hope for you. You get special grants and you get to go to the front of the line to the best schools and you could be less qualified for a job and still get hired over a white man. They uh, they added like 4 million jobs this year and white people lost jobs. Can you wrap your head around that? So they added 4 million jobs, I think it was, is what the infographic I was just reading said, and white, people's at, white people lost jobs. So they added 4 million, but white people still lost. They're like negative 708,000. How does that happen? I'll tell you how it happens. It said right in the article, corporate America made it a mission to hire more minorities, so they did. So you didn't get the job because you're the most qualified. You didn't get the job because you were the best fit for it. You got a consolation prize, and I think that's embarrassing. If I were a black person, I would be embarrassed. Embarrassed. I would. <gasps> Mike, you can't say that. You can't speak for them. I'm just speaking for myself, sweetheart. I can say whatever the frick I want. I can say whatever I want, and there's nothing any of you can do to stop me. Nothing. There's nothing any of you little miscreants can do. Any of you little dysgenic transgender hobgoblins and women can do. There's nothing. You can say mean things on Instagram and write articles and blah, blah, blah. There's nothing you can do to stop me. I ain't going anywhere. Like I said, I'm like a jacked cockroach. You can't kill me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'd be embarrassed. Participation trophy life. And, and more white guys got to stop getting walked on. This isn't acceptable. It's not acceptable that people less qualified for a position get it. That's not acceptable. It's not acceptable that people could go out there and say that the white race needs to be exterminated on college campuses, college professors getting away with saying shit like that. How about I exterminate your brain by crushing your skull? You know what I mean? How about that? 
<laughs> How's that for an extermination? It's crazy. These people could just come out here and say all this wild, inherently racist, nasty things about white people, and we just let it happen. Why? Because we're afraid of words. Oh, I might get called a racist. <laughs> Boo hoo. I don't, I, I just, people call me a racist now. I agree with them. I'm like, yes, I do have inherent stereotype, stereotypical beliefs. I do. I do. And uh, let me tell you, they're usually right. <laughs> they're just, I'm usually pretty spot on. I just heard this story the other day of, uh, you know, these Somalians in Portland are getting jobs and, uh, now and one of them the other day was a waiter at a restaurant punched a, a, a person a patron in the face Somalian did I think it's just it's it's insane what's happening and nobody's allowed to talk about it because of my racism you know it's just it's people it's just so out of control man and and again I keep saying it and I'll keep saying it till I'm blue in the face until you guys listening to me grow a set of nuts it's not going to get any better and I'm not asking, I'm not, again, I got to say this a lot on this podcast. I'm not calling for violence, my goodness. I'm not telling you to take any sort of physical action other than this. What you need to do, the way that we change this, is you become the best man that you can possibly be. And then a very good husband, the best one that you could possibly be. And then you raise children as a father the best way that you possibly can. More good men need to start having lots of babies. The only way we flip this around, because they're importing Venezuelans and this and Somalians and this third world country and that, they're importing them. And these people are coming, look at what just happened in New York City. A group of migrants beat the shit out of two or three cops. And you know why those cops didn't pull their guns. Those cops were getting kicked in the head on the ground, which in my opinion is attempted murder. And the cop didn't draw their gun and shoot these people. Why? Because you know what would happen. If the cops shot a migrant, oh, there's a war on the migrants, it's a genocide. All these dysgenic, disgusting people would come crawling out of the woodwork. There'd be protests. New York City would burn to the ground. I've got no problem shooting people that are kicking me in the head on the ground. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I just, I sometimes I just wish, I just, I really just wish it would happen to me. Because it would be brought to such a swift end. It's just, you got to be, okay, backing up. You've got to be the best husband, the best father, the best that you could possibly be. Because we need to start having more babies. The whole, oh, no, we can't, we can't have babies. The world's broken. I don't want to bring a child into this world. It's cowardice. It's cowardice. We need to start having a bunch of babies. You need to start having a bunch of babies. This whole, I don't know if I want to be a mom. I don't know. How do you not want to be a mom? How do you not want to be a dad? I was talking to a kid the other day. I don't know if I want to be a dad. How? Why? What's wrong with you? That's not normal. We're biologically wired to want to have children. What is wrong with you? We need more good people to fill the world in this country with their babies so that we have a bulwark against the invasion of these 
migrants from third world countries that are turning our cities into third world countries themselves. People defecating and urinating in the streets, beating up cops. It's ridiculous. So when when are you gonna when are you gonna start when are you gonna start standing up? When are you gonna start like okay, I'll, like you gotta have a mission for your life and for your family. Like this is it's this the reason why I'm so passionate about this is that this is the world that my daughter's supposed to grow up in, and I want her to be safe and secure. I want her to be able to have a family and not worry about getting, God forbid, just something. I don't even want to say the word by some some somebody that shouldn't be in this country in the first place and probably shouldn't be on the earth in the first place. I'm passionate about this because I want my daughter to be able to have a safe, secure, normal, happy life. And my fear is is that I'm going to the only way I'm going to be able to do that and I don't want to do this is isolation. I think about this a lot, like getting out on land, getting to the middle of nowhere. And it's like, I don't want, like, I mean, I, I could build a commune and have a bunch of like-minded people. That would be socialization, but the world's beautiful. And I don't want to have to hide my daughter from it because it's, it's being overrun by this disgusting mob of miscreants. And I'm not just talking about people from certain countries. I'm to do the very people in this country. These people, these teachers that are teaching critical race theory and transgenderism and this goes just all so twisted. I don't want my daughter to be a part of any of that. I don't want my daughter to be exposed to these ideas, these vile, nasty principles that these people are trying to instill in our children. You try to tell me that my daughter is privileged or something like that because of the color of her skin, it'd be real hard for me not to cold clock you. I don't want anybody telling my daughter these things. So it's like, what do I do? And part of me is like, dude, going and running and hiding is cowardice. It's cowardice. When do we dig our heels in and stop this madness? So those are my thoughts. All right. I love you guys. I hope you have a good day. I will talk to you all soon.